I'm Ben Pugh, and you're listening to Impact, Parenting with Perspective, episode number 119. This podcast is all about helping parents manage the mental and emotional drama that comes with parenting teens, so they can focus on what's most important, building rock-solid relationships and having a powerful impact on their teen's life. Join me each week as I dive into real tools to help you and your team turn struggles into strengths. Today, we are going to talk about the risks of not negotiating with your team. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. As always, thank you guys for being on this journey with me. I love having you here. I love that you are willing to take time out of your day to spend a little bit of time with me and learn some tips, some tools, some mindsets, some powerful resources to help you be the best parent that you can be, to help you be the parent of your dreams. So I just wanted to take a minute and tell you thank you for all of your support. If you would like to support me even more, Guys, I'm not going to ask for your money. I'm not one of those podcasts, and we don't do advertising on the show. But what I would like, if you would be willing to support me, is if you'd go leave me a five-star review and a written review and talk about maybe just the number one thing that this podcast has helped you with as a parent, and that will help other parents just like you to find my podcast. And then, as always, if you'll share this with your friends, that helps a ton. That helps me find more parents just like you so I can help as many people as I possibly can. All right. Having said that, let's dive right into today's content. Today, we're talking about the risks of not negotiating with your teenager. And I want to start out by saying that negotiation is important. It's very important. And I realize that sometimes I say things that go completely against the parenting norms, the parenting grain, and this might be one of those things for you. And it might be one of those things that is very different from what you learned or maybe from what you've seen other parents do or maybe even your own parents, but I'm going to say it anyways. Negotiation with your teen is important. And there's some advice in the world. There's some parenting gurus and experts that are sharing advice that says, hey, parents, stop negotiating with your teens. And they're saying things like, hey, you're the parent. Your teen needs to do what you say. And I agree with them that you are the parent and that you do get to set some rules and some expectations. The problem is that you cannot control your teenager. Even though you're the parent, that doesn't mean that you magically control their lives. There are things in your teen's life that you do control. And there are things in your life that your teenager controls. And that is why we want to master the art of negotiation. That way, your teenager is controlling themselves. And if you're lucky like me, your teen is nice enough to live by certain rules in your home and give you a certain degree of control, even though they could take that away in an instant. Um, I think about my son. He's never actually threatened to run away or anything, but 
I remember when I was a kid thinking, man, I should just run away. Like one of my weird fantasies when I was a young teenage boy, I was going to go saddle up my horse in the middle of the night and run away to Las Vegas. We had some friends that lived in Las Vegas that I thought were super cool. And I just thought, you know what? And I think I had a crush on their daughter. But anyways, my thought was I could just run away. And I totally could have. And I look at my son, like, I don't have bars on my windows. I'm not doing, like, he's learning how to drive. He could totally just leave when he wants. And yet he chooses to obey some of the rules to give me control over things that I do not actually control. And this is important. When we master the art of negotiation, we give other people control of certain things in our lives, and we take control over certain things in other people's lives. And it's so important to negotiate so that we agree upon these things and so that we don't overstep our bounds and trample on their values and their beliefs. Negotiation is super important. One of the things that I've seen go wrong is when parents and teens, neither one are willing to negotiate. After years of working with teenagers as a parent, as a foster parent, as a principal, one of the things that I've seen is when negotiation is not implemented. And when parents try and control too many things in their teen's life, too many things that they can't actually control, that is when teenagers take back their control, and sometimes very drastically. That's when I see teens run away, self-harm, threaten suicide. And these are some of the reasons we want to get really good at mastering the art of negotiation. And today, we're not going to necessarily go like step-by-step how to master the art of negotiation. I'll give you some of the things that I think are important on how to do that. But mostly today, I want to help shift a common belief among parents that no, no, negotiation is not important. They're the kid. I'm the parent. They should listen. I want to shift that belief from I shouldn't negotiate with my teen to the belief that, oh, negotiating with my teen is important and I can do this. I can do better. So just real quickly, let's talk about what negotiation is. I don't know. I could probably look up a real definition from Google, but this is just one of those many definitions by Ben. Negotiation is respecting the fact that neither one of you controls the other person and making an effort to agree on something that supports the values of both parties. That's what I believe negotiation is. If you are raising a teenager, which if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably raising a teenager because I very specifically focus on parents of teens. If you're raising a teenager, I highly recommend that you start practicing the art of negotiation with your teen. And as you practice this art, you will then begin the process of mastering negotiation with your team. So let's talk for a minute. What are some of the risks of not negotiating with your team? First off, I want to be 100% honest, and I want to say that there are some things in my life that are non-negotiable with my teenager. Now, I also want to say it's really easy for me to say these things are non-negotiable, but I have the good favor that my teen hasn't really pushed back on some of my non-negotiables. 
Like some of my non-negotiables are, dude, if you're going to hang out with this girl that you really like, you're either going to do it at my house or at her house, or you're going to do it with a group of friends. And when you're at my house, you're going to be with a family. And when you're at her house, I'm hoping you're with her family. If my teen were to come and say, dad, you know what? I'm just going to go to the movies all by myself with this young lady who I really like. There's a few things in my teen's life that I control. I own the vehicles. I would take the keys. Like, no, and you're not even 16. No, I'm not going to let you drive. That would be a non-negotiable for me. He could beg. He could plead. He could say, dad, will you just like go pick her up, drop us off? Like, what? No, I am not willing to do that. For me, that's a non-negotiable. Now, there are certain things that he could do. He could like coordinate with his friend. I don't know. But I just want to say it is okay to have non-negotiables. These are things that you are not willing to budge on. Like, no, you cannot do drugs or alcohol in my home. And if you do, I will blink. Like, we'll definitely set a hard boundary. But you know what? It's not open for negotiation. Your team could come home and be like, mom, I have straight A's and I'm a good kid. Like, I think I should be allowed to smoke weed in the basement. You get to decide, nope, for me, that's a non-negotiable. I'm not willing to negotiate this. The rule is no smoking weed in the basement. If you do, I will blink. And then we set a boundary there. So I want you to take some time and get to know what are your non-negotiables? What are these non-negotiables for you? But everything should not be a non-negotiable, or else no one will ever want to negotiate with you. Um, There's someone in my life, I don't know if she listens to this podcast. If you do, I still love you. But there's someone in my life who, anytime we want to go out to dinner somewhere, we have to go eat where she wants to. Not anytime we want to go out to dinner, anytime we want to go out to dinner with her and her family. We have to go eat where she wants to eat. And uh, like there have been times where we've wanted to go to one restaurant and she's like, no, I hate their steaks. They're disgusting. And we should go to this. Like she is not willing to negotiate. And so when we go out to this or to dinner with this person, we always end up going where she wants to go. And it usually costs me more money, and I'm usually not happy with the food, and I'm just annoyed that it's a non-negotiable for her. So what happens is we rarely invite her and her husband to go out to dinner with us. We rarely go out of our way to go spend time with them if it involves food, because we don't want to deal with her complaining, and we don't want to go spend twice as much money, and we don't want like she's not willing to negotiate. So we just never initiate the negotiation. So I want you to understand if you refuse to negotiate with your teenager, you run the risk of them being unwilling to involve you in their life. Now I can hear some of you parents saying, <laughs> but my teen won't negotiate with me. I get it. Sometimes my teens aren't willing to negotiate with me but I can't control them. I can only control me. So I try and be open for negotiation on almost anything so that we can have good discussions so that they will involve me in their life. If you refuse to negotiate, you run the risk of them saying, I don't want to clue you into my life. I don't want to 
argue. I just want to do things my way. And if you control too many things in your teen's life, you run the risk of them taking control via drastic measures. Again, running away, blatantly breaking rules, self-harming, even suicide. These are some of the things that I've seen. So I want to share with you some of the benefits that I believe there, there are when it comes to negotiating. I believe negotiating with your teen will help you build stronger relationships with your teen. Now, we spend a lot of time talking about the downside of not negotiating. Like, yeah, there are some risks. And you know what? To be honest, there's risks with negotiating. Like, sometimes I've negotiated with my teens and I've agreed to do things that I'm like, gosh, I really wish I wouldn't have opened up that negotiation. That's a risk I'm willing to take so that for the most part, we have open, good communication. Let's spend some time talking about the benefits of negotiating with your team. There are some powerful benefits. Here are some of the ones that I was able to think of. Negotiating with your team builds a stronger relationship, just like I've mentioned. It shows that, hey, you know what? I'm willing to explore and understand what you value and what's important for you. And I'm willing to share what I value and what I think is important with you. That builds stronger relationships. The other benefit is that it models powerful communication skills. One of the things that we are missing in life is the art of negotiating. We struggle agreeing with people. We struggle being agreeable when someone else doesn't agree with us. And you get to model this powerful communication where we're going to negotiate. We're going to come at this shared problem with completely different values and beliefs and desires, and we're going to negotiate and we're going to come up with something that is mutually beneficial. That is powerful communication. It models how to understand your own values, and the values of others. It shows that, hey, you know what? I think this is important, but I understand that you think something else is important. Like for me, I think responsibility is important with like teens and dating and like they don't understand that they have the power to make babies. And for me, being responsible is one of my top values. And especially when it comes to dating. And when I tell my teen, yeah, but I don't want you to be alone with her. And he's like, dad, we wouldn't do anything. Come on, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I remember when I was a teen and I know how hard it was. And I value being responsible. And I totally get that you value spending this alone time, being in love. Like I get that. Now, where can we negotiate and build on these different values? And where can we find similar values? Another benefit, it teaches your team how to put themselves in the shoes of others, because that's what you're going to have to do. Powerful negotiators understand where the other person is coming from. They understand what their values are, what's important, what's driving them. And when you can put yourself in the shoes of others, you have more empathy. That helps you understand where other people are coming from. Negotiating demonstrates that for your teenager. Negotiating also helps you and your teen come up with better solutions. Honestly, sometimes I think that as a dad, I know absolutely everything. 
and my way is the best way, and we should all just do things my way. And what happens is my solutions are not always the best solutions. But when I am willing to negotiate with my teen, we typically come up with better ideas. It's when my teen wants one thing and I want something else, and we're both willing to come together and say, okay, let's negotiate. Let's find some common ground. That's when we come up with the best solutions. Negotiation promotes buy-in and ownership. If you want your teen to follow the rules, negotiate with your teen. Get your teen to buy in on why they should be following these rules by allowing them to have a voice and have a say in what rules we come up with and what the consequences are, both good and negative. Negotiation helps foster buy-in. It helps your team take ownership for what is decided in the home. And I think it's important to remember that no one likes to be steamrolled. No one likes it when someone just comes in and they're like, hey, we're doing it my way. It's my way or the highway. If you can't get on board, get off the ship. Like, No one likes that. And this is a powerful opportunity for you as a parent to show your teenager, look, there's another way, and it's called negotiation. I seriously believe that the better the negotiation you have in your home, the better your relationships will be in your home. I've seen negotiation improve communication in my own home, with my own kids, with my foster kids, with my wife, with my friends. Like I have friends that we are very different politically. I, I, ideologically, religiously, like we're just way different. And it's so powerful when I can respect their values and when we can have a disagreement and negotiate and be like, oh yeah, yeah, I see how that's important to you. This is what's important to me. What if we kind of compromise and do this? I promise you, if you are willing to master the art of negotiation, it will improve communication in your home with your teenager. It will improve the systems within your home, like chores, rules, expectations. It will improve those systems and it will help them flow better because your child will better understand. They'll have more buy-in and they'll see where in the negotiation they had a hand in what was created. You might not be great at negotiating with your team. And there's a few reasons why. Number one, this is not something that our parents did. Like our my parents, like I remember them saying, I am in charge and you're going to do what I say because I am the parent. Like they didn't know the power of negotiating and we didn't know, like we just did what our parents asked. You might not be great at negotiating because number one, you didn't see it modeled before. And number two, we hear so much BS information that no, no teenagers should be seen, not heard. Okay. I don't know if anyone actually says that anymore, but I remember my teacher once telling me, hey, children should be seen, not heard. And the thing is, we live in a different time. No, you should have a voice. Everyone should have a voice. Everyone should be listened to. Let's negotiate. Often when I teach parents this tool of how to negotiate, they always tell me, man, I wish my parents would have known this. I wish they would have done this. So some of the common mistakes are when parents and teen nego negotiations go bad, it's 
typically one person in the party is unwilling to negotiate. That's when it becomes hard. Know what your non-negotiables are and negotiate on other things. Be willing to consider other options. I often hear parents say that their teen is the one who's unwilling to negotiate. I get it completely. As a parent, I understand that my teen just wants things his way because guess what? I want things my way. Take it upon yourself to find ways to negotiate whenever possible. Be the example. Be the one who is willing to bend. This is an area where if your teen is unwilling to negotiate, I'd invite you. Be the change that you want to see. Find a way for you to negotiate. Here's some simple tips on how to improve your negotiation. There's just five of them. I'm not going to go in deep. I got a coaching call in one minute, so I got to hurry. But number one, respect your teen and their values. No values are better than other values. Values are just neutral. What you value, great. You value that. That's important to you. But what your teen values, they value. That's important to them. Respect and understand your teen's values. Number two, know your own values and know your non-negotiables. If you don't know your values, no one else is going to know your values. If you can't fight for your values, no one else is going to try and help you fight for your values. Know your values, know your non-negotiables. Number three, get your teen's input. Really give them a voice. This is one of the things that teens tell me all the time. I wish my parents would listen more. Get your teen's input input. Give them a voice. I promise it will help. Number four, voice your own input. Don't just let yourself get run over. That's one of the things that I've struggled with in the past. I seem to be like this pendulum where one day I'm like, no, it's my way or it's the highway. No, we're doing it this way, non-negotiables. And then I swing the other way and I'm like, "Ah, yeah, just whatever you want. Yeah, just walk over me. Don't do that. Voice your own input. Be an example of what it means to have a voice. And number five, explore options with your team. Team, really position yourself as an explorer. Too many times we think we're just right and the other person's wrong. No, be willing to explore. Be willing to find what works. Okay, guys, I got to go super quick. But a couple of weeks ago, I had Stacia on my podcast and she talked about the human humanitarian trip in Mexico, going and volunteering at an orphanage. I'm going to do this with my family. I think all of my family. I don't know. Some of them are kind of grumpy, maybe just part of them. But what I would like to do is I would like to invite you, if you would like to join us on this trip, it'll be in January, I think like the 17th through the 21st. I think it's like roughly $400 a person. If you want to do this, go to the show notes for this podcast, click the button at the bottom of the link to come join us and go sign up. Um, You can find the show notes at firmlyfoundedparent.com slash 119. And you can just scroll down to the bottom, click the button. We would like to have everyone who wants to go sign up before... Friday, September 30th. That's just a little over a week. Do me a favor, sign up before Thursday the 29th. If you want to go make a decision, let's do this thing. It'll be awesome. And I'm excited. 
and I have to go get on another podcast. So guys, thank you for listening. Go leave me a review. Go just help me grow this podcast and help as many parents as I can. And with that, I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Impact, Parenting with Perspective. If you found any of this helpful and would like to get some one-on-one help with parenting your team, head over to firmlyfounded.com slash parent and learn more about our parenting membership today. See you guys inside.